What is up, everybody? And welcome to the Joe Kilgallen Podcast, a.k.a. Kilgallen's Pub. I'm your host, Joe Kilmother fucking Gallon. I hope you guys are all having an amazing, amazing week. I really do. It is Monday night, the Monday before Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is coming up, and I've got a lot to be thankful for, especially you, the listener and or viewer, my Patreon subscribers the most. Uh, I've been dropping Patreon bonus episodes left and right, so get on board the Patreon train. That is patreon.com slash Joe Kilgallen. A lot of good shit to talk about today. Um, Thanksgiving, we'll talk about Thanksgiving. Then I'm going to pivot to the fact that there was a reality show called Grizzly Knows Best. Not Grizzly Knows Best, which I thought it was initially, but Grizzly Knows Best. That dude and his wife are in some trouble. Also, on a sad note, the Green Power Ranger, Jason David Frank. That's the name of the actor who, who played the Green Power Ranger, the White Power Ranger, and a bunch of other Power Rangers throughout um, the history of the Power Rangers uh, died. He uh, died of suicide. So I will talk about that as well. A little bit of a childhood hero of mine. You'll hear all about it. All right. So Thanksgiving is a couple days away. So this is the official Thanksgiving episode of the Joe Kilgallen podcast. Thanksgiving, one of my favorite holidays, has always been one of my favorite holidays, more so now that I'm an adult. When you become an adult, Thanksgiving just hits different. It really does because there's not all the hoopla of the other holidays, right? It's wedged in between Halloween and Christmas. Love both those holidays, but there's a lot to do there. Halloween, what the fuck am I going to go as, huh? How am I going to dress? Am I going to go with funny? Am I going to go scary? I'm a dude, so I can't really play it sexy, but maybe I can play it sexy, huh? Maybe I get like a fucking form-fitting costume. Maybe show some dick. I don't know. There's a lot to think about there. Then Christmas, there's the pressure of, I've got a shop for a million and a half people. I got to watch all the Christmas movies I can. I got to go on in all these events, right? And so it feels like you're you're taking up, before you know it, the month is full. You have no free time. And if you do have free time, it's gone like in a second. But Thanksgiving, it's simple. Always oh, Thanksgiving simple, which, which, which is what makes it such a magical holiday and such a favorite of adults everywhere. What do you got? You got football. Amazing, right? You just pop on the game. You don't even care who's playing. Detroit and Dallas always host. But so you're watching football, yelling at the TV, having some chips and dip. You know, everyone wears, I feel like, dress slacks and some kind of sweater. It's good sweater season. You know, you might wear a new sweater. Maybe you're rocking some gold toe socks. You're feeling good, you know? And then you kind of know you're, you're you're working your way up to this feast. And you know everyone when it's game time is going to be like, let's fucking go, right? Let's, oh, mashed potatoes and gravy. Fuck yes. Pumpkin pie. Give me, give me, give me. You know, I'm, I put gravy on everything. I used to just put the gravy on the turkey and the mashed potatoes. Now I just I pile my plate with a bunch of shit and I just dump the gravy all over there. Crescent rolls. Oh, and then you got the dessert table at the end. I already mentioned pumpkin pie. You got apple pie. You got brownies. You got cookies. You got some relatives who make some fun, crazy shit that you're like, I don't give a fuck. I'm going to lick it all. Right. It's just it's. And again, it's simple. Right. Play football. I, I played football for a long time. Kind of haven't played the last couple of years. I might dust off the old cleats and get back out in that gridiron. So, yeah, there's just a lot to like. There's no no one that says, hey, where's my present? No one's ever been stabbed in a mall because someone took the last turkey. I don't think so, at least. But there's just a lot, you know. Again, as much as I enjoy Christmas and as much as I enjoy Thanksgiving, or I'm sorry, Halloween, give me give me Thanksgiving. That's the, the two holidays that really have grown with me as an adult have been Thanksgiving and St. Patrick's Day. Because they're just too damn easy. 
green shirt, St. Patrick's Day, excessive drinking. Thanksgiving, put on a fucking sweater, wear pants that you know you could your belly could breathe in, and get ready to chow down and scream at the football games, right? You know, you, you call that a fucking pass? Oh, this game's gone soft. I'm already thinking about what I'm going to yell at the TV. Oh, this is bullshit. Oh, my. I can't believe they fucking ran the ball there. Really, that's the most obvious. Oh, these. Who, who the fuck? How much do they get paid? That coach gets $6 million a season. I'll do it for sixty grand and a fucking free flight. That's what I'll do. I'll do it for frequent flyer miles and maybe hundred grand. I need at least six figures if I'm going to be yelling at a bunch of dumbasses. So come on. You know, that's the stuff you got to think about there. As long as you got a good family, too. I feel for these people. I feel for people where every Thanksgiving, they're constantly like, oh, I got to talk to my dumb family I hate. Then you start to see their photos. You ever see these people? Right? They talk so much shit about their family. Then they post a reluctant Instagram family photo on Thanksgiving. And you're like, that house is amazing. That's the house you grew up in. And you're constantly angry. Maybe it's you. Maybe you suck. Because that looks like a happy family in that photo. Who's that, your cousin? She looks good. Right? Like, there's a lot to look at in that photo. You're like, the food looks amazing. Everyone's smiling and happy. And there you are being, mm, mm, my family's so mean to me sometimes. And like, that's when you start to figure out who people are, you know? Um, cause sometimes you gotta shut the fuck up, right? There's always one time a year where I just want people to shut the fuck up a little bit. Like again, Thanksgiving, not the best history, right? Native American relations were never great with the new settlers with the pilgrims, but it's a nice story. The idea of these pilgrims, they got over here and they're like, dude, I don't know how to make shit. And they're like, this is corn. It's pretty good. We got this bird over here. A cockadoodle doos. That's uh actually roosters do that. What do turkeys do? They gobble, gobble. We're going we're gonna to shoot that thing in the fucking head. Then we're going to slice it up real nice, okay? Have ourselves a meal. And then they were like, hey, thanks very much. We're very grateful for you teaching us the ropes here in our first winter. And then later, they were like, we're going to push you guys way west. Dick move. Dick move, pilgrims. You know? So not the best history there. And I think people know that by now. It's one of those things where when I do see every now and then you'll see tweets on Thanksgiving where there's people like, don't forget. Don't forget how shitty we were to the Native Americans. I'm like, we know. We fucking know. Okay? Can we have one day? We have one day where we enjoy food and and just it's just easy. Can we please does every fucking celebration have to be someone pointing out, "Oh, by the way, by the way, did you know this? Did you know that all the toys you bought for your children were made by children overseas? Did you know that?" It's like, "Yeah, yeah, I fucking did know that." Okay? And I forget about it while my children enjoy their work. Right? Would you like those kids overseas, those seven-year-olds, to make all those toys and then not have other kids play with them? That's what gets those fucking sweatshop kids through the day. That's what gets them through the day, knowing that there's going to be kids their own age enjoying their work. They think to themselves, man, I would really like a bathroom break. It's been a week. But instead, I'm going to finish making this goddamn uh, Marvel Spidey and his amazing friends like fucking play set here. And, and then I know, I know there's going to be a kid my age in Cincinnati, who's going to love it. And that makes me proud, right? That's what they think. And that's how they power through. That's how they persevere. And you want to take that shit away from them? Ooh, you need to check yourself, okay? I don't know who I'm talking to specifically with that, but we've seen those people. We've seen those people on social media that like to point things out when everyone else is having fun. You know what I call those people? Party poopers. They poop on the party. That'd be something else if you actually did poop. I've had to poop at a party before. It's never very fun. 
one time I had a poop at a party so bad, and I'm I'm like, dude, I'm taking a shit, and like I remember people are like you didn't take a shit at a party. I'm like, I got to, and then my one friend's like, I got to piss, and I'm like, well, I'm I'm taking the shit first, and he's like, oh, well, I'll try to hold it. I'm like, I wouldn't. I'd go to the backyard, and he he ended up going in their sink, and I said, what the fuck are you doing in here, man? I don't want you peeing in a sink while I'm shitting nearby. What, what's going on? And he's like, dude, I don't like this party at all. I don't care for who's running it. And I'm peeing in their sink. And I'm like, you know what? I like that revenge. I'm not even going to flush. And then we, after washing, actually, I didn't wash my hands because he peed in the sink. But we did like an elbow bump out of respect. You know, I, did, I still wiped my ass. So I had perhaps poo on my hand. And he had just peed in the sink. I think I went to the kitchen. This was a long time ago. Who remembers any of this stuff? All right, let's talk about what to be thankful for, for Thanksgiving. Being alive, got to be thankful to be alive, although life can be hard sometimes. Are you guys like me? I never, I always, whenever I think about death or like wanting to die, which I don't, but <laughs> sometimes I, I think about it and I'm like, uh, it's always for like the insignificant stuff. I always think to myself, like, why the fuck? Why? Like, whenever it's something that you feel like you have to do, I feel like this was a Louis C.K. joke where someone's like, you have to do this. And he's like, no, I don't. It's like, well, yes, you do. You know, I think it's like, I, I thought about it with getting like a ticket. Like if someone wrote me a ticket for something that was bullshit, I'd be like, I'm not paying this ticket. Like, well, if you don't pay that ticket, you're going to get late fees. The ticket becomes more expensive. So yeah, you have to pay the ticket. I'm like, well, I won't pay the fucking late fees. You can make the ticket as big a price as you want. I'm not paying it. And it's like, well, you eventually go to jail. No, I won't. I'll kill myself. What do you think of that? Huh? How about you rip up that ticket now or else you're going to cost us a life? I don't think that's how his joke went, but I know his joke went that way where it's like, I don't have to do that. I could just kill myself and that's how I get out of it, which I thought was funny. Some people don't take that too uh, lightly. It's jokes about suicide, which I know I, I mentioned later, but the Green Power Ranger, Jason David Frank, the actor, uh, did die via suicide. Fuck, I made it dark real quick, didn't I? I was just trying to have some fun with some stuff. Um, but yes, a lot to be thankful for. I'm thankful for my amazing family. My wife, my two sons, and uh, you know my siblings, like, you know my mom, my stepmom, you know my father who's no longer with us. Super grateful for him, and you know cousins, aunts, uncles. I've got. I'm very, very blessed. I've got great friends. I've got great friends. I'm incredibly thankful for, and I need. There's some of them I really need to be better friends too because I think I'm just so lucky to have them. I hope they know that I'm grateful. Um, so I have to start doing like kind acts. That's what I want to start doing more of. I'm not going to tell them that I'm grateful for them and that I'm thankful for them and that I love them and whatever. All three of those are kind of the same thing because that's awkward, man. People always say that they always go tell your friends you love them, check in on your friends. Have you tried that? Have you tried hitting up a friend randomly and just being like, dude, I want, I want you to know that I fucking love you. They immediately think, okay, what's, what's going on? Do you need money? Are you about to ask me for a lot of money? Cause I'm not, I'm, I don't have money to give you. It's one of those kind of deals. So it's, it's, so do my suggestion. You want to show your friends, you love them. Kind acts, go out of your way to do like little things. I feel like that's the stuff because it's the little things that really add up to aggravate people. So if you could go out of your way to help people a little bit here, or there, I think that's the stuff that adds up. You know, I, I've, I've been trying to think to myself, what little things could I do to like hook a friend up, help them out. And, um, which just makes 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 life easier, you know. Um, as I say that, I can't think of one example. Um, shovel a neighbor's driveway or a walkway, sidewalk. I say that, but then I'm like, you know, when it's cold and snowing, I want to hurry the fuck up. 
I don't have a snowblower. I have a shovel and a, and a back that's probably not aging all that well. So that one's out. I don't know what I could do. You know what I mean? You just got to find like what, what they like. I, I started thinking to myself like, hey, there's a nice picture of me and my friend. I should frame that. All I got to do is go like a Walgreens or a CVS, buy a $5 frame, get the photo printed for 39 cents. What does it cost you? Six bucks? Right in there. You know? Um, bring them back a beer unexpected. Or um, just, you know, hey, man, I want to get myself some M&Ms. I know you like Snickers. Here's the Snickers. That's the kind of stuff I feel like goes way it's it's more of a benefit than just actually saying the words, hey, man, you mean a lot to me. I guess you could say that. Now that I'm talking out loud a little bit here or thinking out loud, um, I don't know. Do whatever fucking works for you. If you want to if you want to be one of those fucking people that's awkward as shit and makes everyone uncomfortable and calls them up and be like, hey, man, just wanted to let you know I've been thinking about you and I really appreciate you. And if you need anything, nah, that's, I say that, but I guess it would be nice if someone did that. I would rather them just, you know, fucking send me a, send me a gift card. You know, you know how I do it. Here's how I do it. There's friends of mine who I, I now that I've thought this through, because you know, I'm, you guys all know I'm very prepared on this podcast. Uh, here's how you check in on people, because look, mental health is really big, and as it should be. And in light of what happened with the Green Power Ranger, Jace David Frank, RIP, I was thinking to myself. We got to check in on each other. That's what everyone says. So here's what I do. You find something you have in common with that person and send them a message about it. All right. I'll give you an example. My friend Megan Gailey sent me a message being like, hey, just so you're aware, because she showed me this thing where like Cinnabon was making pies and I'm a diehard Cinnabon fan. She knows I'm a Cinnabon fan. And that's like a way of being like, hey, thinking about you. Nice, right? I sent her a thing with uh, about Indiana. People were talking to you about Indiana. Sent her that. Like, that's kind of like, hey, what's going on? You know? That's the, that's the way you got to do it. Things like that to let your friends know, thinking about you, care about you without making it awkward. That like, because everyone, again, I, I don't know how, if you've done it better than I have, or you, if you just straight up ask them, then go for it. But I always thought it'd be weird. Someone commits suicide and immediately everyone says, check in on your friends. So what do you do? Do you call up your friend and be like, Hey man, um, how are you? You know, you with you with other friends being like, I'm fucking asking I'm fucking asking. Uh, so, you know, um, what you're not thinking about killing yourself, are you? Like, how do you go into that? Because especially if it's someone, if someone commits suicide in the same friend group and you're hitting up a bunch of your other friends, they're going to get wise to that. They're going to be like, wait, why the fuck are you checking in on me? I've seen all the posts about saying, hey, check in on each other. What do you think? You think I'm at risk? What? Well, Fuck you, dude. I feel great. Maybe I should be checking in on you and your crazy red hair, right? That Maybe that's what they're thinking. Just putting that out there. Something to think about. All right, might as well talk about it, though. Jason David Frank, it was announced just the other day, uh, passed away, 49 years old. Suicide is the report. Um, sucks. Totally sucks. I was reading his Wikipedia page that his, I believe, his second wife had filed for divorce earlier this year. You know, staring down 50, you're getting close to 50 years old. He thought like he just had a second marriage that failed. I don't know how unstable he was before. Maybe a lot in his career didn't go the way he thought it would. Um, but he had a great career. I was reading his Wikipedia. As far as acting goes, he was mostly a Power Ranger. He had done some bit parts in some TV shows here or there, a couple movies. But he was also, the reason he got the role as Tommy the Green Power Ranger way back in 1993 was because he was a skilled martial artist. And he even tried to get into, didn't try, he was successful. 
he has an MMA career. He's one professional fight. He was one and zero, but he had four amateur fights, and he was four and zero there. From what I gather, he just got into the sport way too late. He was like in his late thirties when he started to get into it. And I don't know, maybe he thought there was a missed opportunity there. Maybe he thought, fuck, I should have gone for this earlier on. But I had people in my ear being like, no, you're an actor. You don't want to, you know, what if you fuck up your face, all this kind of shit. And he's probably just living off those Comic-Con paychecks, you know, going. I know so many people are like, I met him at this Comic-Con or I met him at this event or that event. And he could have been a nicer guy. Everyone, I've seen so many posts saying what a great dude he was. And that's the real bitch of it. Obviously, whenever someone commits suicide, it sucks. But it feels like the people who do it are really genuinely good people. I don't know. People who make other people feel good. That seems to be like the common thread. And a lot of people say the people who commit suicide, the reason they're so known as people pleasers and people who go out of their way to benefit others is because they know how shitty it feels. They're like, they know how much it sucks to feel neglected or to be hurt or whatever. So they go out of their way to try to put a smile on others' faces. And, and it sucks. Cause it's like, you don't want to be suspicious. You don't want to be suspicious of everyone who's nice thinking, oh, I bet they're fucked up in their head. Really? Like that's, that's a world you don't want to live in. But in the same, in the same regard, I guess you have to be a little mindful of where people are coming from when they go out of their way for you. Cause again, so many stories about Jason David Frank being a really good dude. Uh, comedian friend of mine, Dario Dunham had a post a video. He posted a video of it where he meets uh, Jason David Frank at um, some autograph signing show. And he said, Hey, can you sign this for me? And the guy's like, yeah, for sure, man. And then he, he asked me, he's like, Oh, do you have the more for two? He's like, no, I only paid for this thing. Maybe it was something where if you paid for a few things, you got more. And he's like, Oh, I'll sign that too. Like he had no problem. Like, doing more than whatever the customer paid for i guess i guess that's the vibe and then it was a cool video of them like doing the whole it's morphin time you know it's just dude the power rangers were the shit when i was growing up if you're like me and you're you know in your, in your 30s and you and you grew up in the 90s you ran home from school to catch the power rangers they were on at 3 30 when i was uh Great. Was I in fifth? No, I don't think I was that old when I was watching them. 93, 94, 95. I think that was the era for me. It's so like fourth grade, third, fourth grade, something like that. Uh, I just sprinted home. You would sprint home to watch the Power Rangers because you didn't want to miss it. You didn't want to be that kid the next day that said you missed the episode because this was before DVR, right? They didn't replay stuff. You couldn't watch. YouTube wasn't around yet. So if you missed an episode of the Power Rangers, that next day at school, you were a social outcast. Cause, and you were hoping maybe you'd catch a rerun. So if you walked up and you're like, what happened? People would be like, well, I don't want to, have to explain the whole thing to you. Mm. Maybe you should be a fan. You should be, you should be a better fan. My mom makes me do my homework right after school. Mm. Maybe you should have a better mom. Like it was, it's stuff like that. Because his story arc, the Green Power Ranger, again, was awesome. He was the only Power Ranger at a shield. He had this gold, badass shield. He had his own, his, the Dragon Zord was fucking a badass it was like its own megazord because the megazord if you recall were the other were the original five power rangers their zords their little their robot guys came together to make a megazord the dragon zord on its own was the size of the megazord it had a fucking tail that spun around it like had these like machine gun chests that would like shoot out like mass 50 caliber type bullets and he fucked people up and green's a badass color dude the green power ranger made me want to grow my hair long Jason David Frank made me want to grow my hair long because he had a ponytail and I wanted a ponytail. 
So I tried to grow my hair out and my style of hair just got poofier and curlier and, and more fluffy and, and dumb looking. So I was like, yeah, I can't be that cool. And he was banging the pink Power Ranger. People forget that the green Power Ranger and the pink Power Ranger were having sexual intercourse on that show. I don't know if the actors were in real life, but it wouldn't surprise me because that dude had swagger. Everybody wanted to be the green Power Ranger. He was the cool one. And in the show, they always wrote it where he was off doing something else. You know, they had these like little watches where Zordon would get a hold of them and be like, Power Rangers, we got problems. Like uh, something's going down at the mall, quick. And then they would, they'd always be near each other. And be like, all right, it's more from time, you know? But he would be, they'd be like, where's Tommy? And they'd be like, I don't know. Well, he said he was going to the fucking gym. Well, I don't know. And then they'd be like, oh, damn, I forgot my watch in my backpack. Shit. And then they're like, well, we've been looking for you. Hurry up. And then he'd be like, all right, I'm, I'm morphing. And then he'd meet up with them just in time to fuck shit up. I think that's why they did that. They always had him join up later. Like the fight was always going on and the Power Rangers were getting their asses handed to him. And the Green Power Ranger would show up with fresh legs and a, and a fucking just a lion in his chest ready to rock. And he would just wreck shop, just kicking dicks in, you know? And I think that was on purpose because if the Green Power Ranger was with them the whole time, it's not a fight. There's no conflict. There's no, you as the viewers, like, well, this is going to be over in two seconds. Tommy's there. Jason David Frank, Green Power Ranger there is there. There's nothing to worry about. But the fact that he would be lost or he forgot his watch or something would happen to him and then he would later show up, that was more like fun. Because it's like, fuck, man. Oh, my God. The Power Rangers are getting their ass kicked. Dude, they're getting fucked up. Oh, my God. This is the week. This is the episode where they finally lose. Rita's going to take over the world. Son of a bitch. And then all of a sudden you hear that fucking badass flute. That dun, 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 dun. And then it's like, it's the fucking Green Ranger. Hell yeah, look at that badass gold shield. The rest of the Power Rangers don't you guys don't even deserve a shield. You guys should give your weapons to Tommy. You're fucking wasting time. All you were waste goddamn time. And then he and then he would just do a bunch of roundhouse kicks, you know? Oh man. If he was allowed to swear on that show, he would have. He would have been like here to save the fucking day again, you know? Why were they always attacking just that one town? I never heard the Power Rangers. I never heard Zordon say in one episode of the Power Rangers, Rangers, we need you. Fucking shit's going down in Manhattan. Never once was it like, hey, Rangers, west side of Chicago, they fucking need you there. It was always Angel Grove. It's always an Angel Grove. What was this Rita Repulsive? And what was the guy after her, Lord Zed? They never once, never once did they go somewhere outside that area. Did they ever think to themselves at a certain point? I think the Power Rangers are local. I think they're local to that specific spot. So our best chances of taking over this planet is maybe to hit somewhere else. You know, we're up in space. We don't need to just always hit that same goddamn area. Let's let's move it, move it along a little. That would have been a bolder strategy on their end. All right. So RIP. Jason David Frank, Green Power Angel. Mental health is no joke. This is a comedy podcast, so I will make jokes from time to time because look, we all need comedy in this world to help get us through the day. When our heroes die and our pieces of our childhood feel lost, uh, it's it's rough, you know. Look, I, I've never met this guy. I haven't even thought about the Green Power Ranger, Jason David Frank. I haven't thought about you in a long time. I, I have not. Uh, but the news was it sucked, man. And he leaves by he leaves behind like four children, and my heart goes out to them. And yeah, man, you know, take let's you know, I was I was fucking around a lot earlier, but if you got friends out there that you're worried about or that you miss or that you think maybe they don't realize how loved they are, tell them that you love them. Can't go wrong with that. All right. So now there's a reality show. It was a reality show. I don't even know if it's still around anymore. I hope not. But I remember when I first saw it, I remember being like, this guy's a piece of shit. It was a show on USA Network, Todd and Julie Chrisley. And the show is called 
Crisley Knows Best. And when I first saw a trailer for Crisley Knows Best, I was like, who is this sassy asshole? You know, he'd very much like, oh, well, those are my rules. And he very, he, he had that real like Southern grew up on a plantation vibe to him that very much, very like a damsel in distress. Like he was always about to have a heat stroke. And, um, and I thought like, you know what though? Hey, I'm glad that they are giving a, a gay man, his own reality show about his family. And then people are like, he's not a gay man. He's married and all this. And I'm like, okay, I did not know that. And, uh, again, I'm not making a gay joke here. I literally thought he was a gay man. Uh, he had like a very Lindsey Graham's type of thing where it's like, Oh my, I can't believe this happened on the floor of the Senate. And so I, I, yeah, I misinterpreted, you know, I've, I've accidentally thought people were straight. I could accidentally think people are gay in 2022 as well. Throwing that out there, but I didn't like him because on the show, he always seemed to have this, like, first of all, who calls a show? Crisley knows best. Like you're some kind of fucking genius right away. I saw through that bullshit. I saw a guy who had an insecurity and all these super, super rich guys do. And, and that's what did him in. He was arrested or I'm sorry. He has been sentenced to 12 years in prison plus 16 months of probation while his wife, Julie got seven years behind bars and 16 months of probation as well. And again, they gained fame on that show. They're like this boisterous family, but federal prosecutors have said, and we give you guys the facts here, an extensive bank fraud scheme that they hid their wealth from tax authorities while flaunting their lavish lifestyle. That's that's See, I knew there was a fakeness there. And I didn't think he knew best. I thought he knew jack shit. I'm a great judge of character. If I could pat myself on the back. I am very good at spotting people who I'm like, this guy sucks. I was talking to a comedian friend of mine, Lisa Traeger, on her podcast. At my wedding, I got mad at the DJ because he played a song on the Do Not Playlist. And the song was Moves Like Jagger by uh, Adam Levine. And I remember never liking that guy. Never once did I like that guy. I just knew. I'm like, this guy's a chuck. He's a chode. He's a, he's just he's a chump. I think I want to say chump. I said chuck. Uh, a chuck works, right? That's a good insult. I'm throw that one out there for now on. But I just, I just knew there was something off. And then we find out now that Adam Levine's not a good dude. He's bad at hitting on people. And he's a scumbag. So I was right about that. And I'm glad the rest of the world took forever to find out what I knew immediately. Yes, they they submitted a false document to grand jury that was investigating their crimes. They took out like a $30 million loan that was fraudulent. They're just scumbags. These are scumbag people. And that's what kills me. I really wish white collar crime was taken as seriously or looked down upon the way we do blue collar crime. You know, I know so many people that they see a video of people like stealing from a jewelry store and they're like, oh, this is fucking insane can't believe i'm like yeah that sucks don't get me wrong don't be a thief don't steal shit someone else worked for that you know don't do that don't steal but then they don't get nearly as outraged when you find out a guy like brett Favre stole like fucking 30 50 million dollars from poor people in the state of mississippi that just doesn't dent because i don't i think they just think oh that's not me it's not gonna happen to me but maybe one day i'll own a store and i don't want someone stealing from it this is just as bad it's just as bad and I think it's a fucking, it's like a baby boomer thing. The same way they always talk shit about like the current generations where they're like, they, these kids nowadays, these kids don't say please and thank you. Our generation, we always said please and thank you. I'm like, yeah, but then you guys grew up to profit off of death and disease. So go fuck yourself. Like how full of shit can one person be? But I knew the Chrisleys were no good back then. That's what I'm going to start to do though. I'm going to get myself on, on film on the podcast, on YouTube, calling these people out before. 
before the the law catches up to him or before just society as a whole knows that they're shit. So maybe I'm going to start doing that on this podcast. Be on the lookout for that. I'm going to start calling people out. That's the problem though. As this podcast grows, I could get in trouble for like, it's libel or slander. I forget which one's written, which one's spoken. I think libel is the one that's in print and slander is the one that's spoken. Might have that wrong. Anyhow, so, but I, I'd still like, maybe that's for the Patreon. Letting you guys know, hey, you know who everyone loves right now? I think they suck. Three to five years, everyone's going to figure out they're a real piece of fuck. All right. By the way, notice how I said piece of fuck? I'm, I'm switching up my swear words lately. I love curse words and I will continue to use them. But I also need to respect them. And I know that they could get stale. So I like to throw around, I like to throw different combinations of stuff together, you know, keep people on their toes. Piece of shit's thrown around too much. I said a piece of fuck. What does that mean? Fuck means means to fuck, like sex a lot of times, but then it's also like, fuck you. I've always hated it when you say fuck you to someone and then they say, no thanks. It's like, no, that doesn't actually mean I want to fuck you. It just means fuck you. Like I want something bad to fucking happen to you. I don't want you to have sex, right? But I want I want fuck to happen to you. You know, that's why if I call someone a piece of fuck, that means they're like a bad part of fuck. Or they're like, you know, I don't know. A fuck could be like like a like a piece of shit. Yeah. What's what's a fuck? If I call someone a fuck, you're a real piece of fuck. What does that mean? You're a piece of shit? Is that a fancy way of saying that? No, I don't like that. See, fuck is the verb that means to to fuck, but fuck like a noun, like this guy's a real fuck. He's a fucking fuck. Or he's a fuck face. You don't want to be a fuck face. That doesn't mean a face that I want to fuck. That's not what fuck face means. Man, I am really not going to get monetized on YouTube this week for the amount of F words I've just dropped. Son of a bitch. I might cut this part. This might be audio only. (laughs) All right. Well, let's see if I cut this part on YouTube. Hey, if you're wondering, hey, where'd the last minute and a half of the podcast go? Hey, I did an episode last week that I couldn't get monetized on. It was limited monetization and daddy needs money right now. So I just cut like the last 90 seconds of me saying the F word excessively. Uh, Listen to the audio version of the podcast on Apple or Spotify or Amazon or wherever you listen to your podcast to hear the very illustrative way in which I used the F word. Until then, though, I want everyone to have yourselves a happy Thanksgiving holiday season's coming on. Don't forget to take a little time for yourself. You're going to be working hard for others, buying gifts, stressing over some stuff. It's supposed to be a happy time of year. Listen to Christmas, Hanukkah music, whatever you celebrate. If you don't celebrate Try to just, you know, be with the ones you love and and be a good friend and be of service to the others. You know what I mean? Help people out a little bit. Even the little things. You know what I mean? You're waiting to take a turn. You let someone else in. Let's let the people merge. Hey, you got nowhere to go. Give yourself plenty of time. You won't be running late. All right. Cheers to you and yours. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Thanks for listening to the Joe Kilgallen podcast. See ya. Cheers. Bye. All sorts of other shit.